The only way Essie Darfour could have been more drenched with sweat would be if she was the one lying spread-eagled on the bed. She swiped her dripping forehead on her shoulder to avoid touching herself with her blood-stained hand. All you need is one more push with the next contraction, and the baby will be out, she encouraged. The 28-year-old woman rolled her head to the side. I can't. I'm too tired. Those were her least favorite words when dealing with a laboring woman. Amma, you've done a wonderful job so far. Going through labor for 15 hours isn't easy. All you have to do is give one more push, one more, when you have a contraction, and you'll have your baby. Don't you want your child safe and healthy? The young woman nodded. Then push as hard as you can during your next contraction, okay? Okay. She had tried her best to make sure both mother and child would survive this delivery without ending up in the operating room. It was Amma's first pregnancy, and she had been a demanding client from the onset. As a sickle cell patient, her odd-shaped blood cells could cause her to go into a debilitating crisis if she wasn't managed well. They'd monitored her with extra care to ensure a safe delivery. Essie had spent a lot of time with her during her painful labor. Now that Amma hovered on the precipice of obtaining her reward for ten months of pregnancy and fifteen hours of labor, it would be a shame for her to fail. Seconds ticked by before the young woman groaned, indicating a contraction had hit. Push, Amma, push! You can do it! Push so you can see your firstborn! Amma leaned up on her elbows and pushed. Essie caught the baby as it slipped out, placed the newborn on the mother's belly, and then clamped the cord. With practiced expertise, she scooped up the slippery infant and, with one hand, suctioned out the mouth, then the nose. A wailing cry brought relief into the room. She held up the child to the new mother. Tell me the sex of the baby. Amma gazed in awe at the fruits of her labor. She smiled and whispered, It's a girl. You have to deliver the placenta, but that will come with another contraction. I'm going to take the baby and clean her off. Amazed by another addition into the world, her heart filled with love, as it always did with a new birth. Welcome to the world, baby girl. I pray you have a wonderful life here on earth. Good morning, ladies. Essie glanced up at the voice that always caused her heart to race, but otherwise ignored the man. Dr. Adam Quashi was a pain in her ass, and she had no difficulty expressing it. Her attraction to him annoyed her. After all, at least three-quarters of the female population of the large teaching hospital was drawn to him. She had no time in her life for a known Lothario, so she squelched her attraction. It would have been nice if she'd managed even a modicum of success in doing so. For now, she dealt with it by attempting to make his life as difficult as possible. She reveled in irritating him. Alice, one of her fellow midwives, stood with her C-cup, torpedo-like breasts, pointed straight at the man. Good morning, Dr. Quashi. The saccharine greeting caused her eye to twitch. The other three midwives gave less enthusiastic greetings. Essie's focus on the words she'd written in Amma's chart waned. Amma's delivery during the night had sucked out every bit of her energy. But the exertion had been worth it when she hadn't needed a cesarean section. Both mother and baby were doing well, and there was no sign of an impending sickle cell crisis. All she wanted to do was to hand over the ward to the three midwives coming on duty and go home. Adam leaned an elbow on the counter. Any patience for me to review? How is the woman with sickle cell? Alice answered. She's doing well. 
Essie turned away to hide the smirk creeping onto her face at his look of expectation. Alice worked hard, but sometimes Essie wondered how she'd managed to pass midwifery school, especially around gorgeous doctors. I helped her deliver this morning. Mother and baby are doing fine. I gave her an episiotomy, so no vaginal tearing, no signs of sickling. Essie stood on weary feet and handed him the folder, anticipating he would want to go see the patient. She trudged ahead of him as they walked to the recovery room. As he spoke to the new mother, Essie observed him. She must be too exhausted to put on her anti-Adam defenses because today she wanted to sidle over to him to be closer. Her gaze traveled down his muscular body. Unlike many of the other doctors who tended to gain a belly as they grew older and settled into the comforts of married life, Adam Quarshie could overshadow any man in his late twenties.